For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone. And if you guys are watching on video, then you'll see that we are in a cozy, natural state for this recording. It's Sunday when I'm recording this, and it's so nice. This entire episode is about the holidays, and I kicked the day off with getting a chestnut praline latte I think it was I'm pretty sure that's what it is a chestnut praline latte from Starbucks and it was so nice it was so you know holiday really just got me in the vibe and really just made me want to talk more about the holidays and a holiday reset Um, so that's what today's episode is all about if you guys are also watching this on YouTube then let me know what you guys think of the quality I recently got a new camera and I just feel like I just want to keep touching the screen but not going to do that um, because that would just be counterintuitive of the entire podcast today. But if you guys don't know, we have a YouTube channel. It is Manifest with Tori Simone. And yeah, you guys can always watch this on YouTube. I love watching YouTube podcasts or should I say video podcasts. My current obsession right now is the Broski Report with Brittany Broski. I'm like, obsessed like I recently found her podcast because my best friend Lindsay was like oh you should listen to it so I started listening and when I say like she is now my inner monologue like she is the voice inside my head at all times and I cannot stop saying and I took her to my penthouse and I freaked it I cannot stop saying it I cannot stop thinking about it it is all that I'm thinking about and um I just am obsessed with Brittany Broski so I'm really glad um that you know what? I don't even have a segue for that period. Like I'm obsessed with Brittany Broski 
period. And that's what I've learned. I need to sometimes just like say period and just move on to my next thought and not everything has to be explained. Okay. I'm obsessed with Brittany Broski, period, moving on to the next slot. Today, we're going to be talking about the holidays and the holiday reset because it is November 7th. And yeah, the hol- is it the 7th or is it the 6th? Oh my God, it's the 6th. Oh my God, the 8th is on a Wednesday. I thought the 8th was on a Tuesday this whole time. But that would make sense because on Tuesday the 7th, Iron, what is it? Iron Flame, right? The second book of Fourth Wing. Hang on, let me look that up. I think it's Iron Flame comes out on Tuesday and I'm so excited. Yeah, Iron Flame comes out on Tuesday and I'm so excited. When I read Fourth Wing, I wasn't like obsessed, but the more I let it sit with me and then started watching the TikToks, I became more obsessed with it. And now I am full on obsessed and I can't get enough and I'm so excited for Iron Flame. So yeah, that comes out on Tuesday, which is the 7th. So that makes sense that today, the Monday is the 6th. Okay, awesome. So it's November 6th, which means that it is officially the holiday season. So I wanted to do an entire episode about the holidays, but really kind of about getting ahead for the holidays and how to reduce your stress for the holiday season and how to remain rooted in the chaos that is the holidays. Because let's face it, the holidays can be a lot. And for some of us like me, I am obsessed with the holidays. I love the holidays. I love everything about it. I love the family gatherings. I love the movies. I love the music. I love just everything about it. It is really fun for me and really exciting. But I also know that that is not a universal experience and that the holidays are a lot for some people and they are not enjoyable for everyone. So I kind of wanted to put an episode out there that's like, let's get ahead of the holidays. Let's try to tame our stress as best as possible. And let's come back to a couple things that make us rooted during chaotic times. And you know what, even as much as I love the holidays, let's admit like they are chaotic. I remember the last two Christmases after like they were passed and it was in January, it was the new year. I remember saying to myself, like, that was a lot, like that was really draining. And I'm not going to forget that feeling. So I wanted to enter this holiday season with, um, a level headedness about it with a good calm, you know, understanding of the holidays, but also just ways to get ahead. And that's kind of what this episode is. So I'm just calling it the holiday reset, um, but really just how to get ahead of the holidays, remain stress-free, things like that. Before we dive into today's episode, um, I just want to give a quick shout out to a few things. Number one, um, if you guys are joining in in the Manifest Book Club, the first episode went live uh, about a week and a half ago now, and it was with The Untethered Soul, and my friend Chelsea was my guest on that episode, and you guys are loving that episode. You guys are loving the book club. You guys were loving the book. The book was The Untethered Soul. You guys are loving Chelsea, so I'm really proud of that episode, and I really love it. I'll have it linked down below to watch and to listen to if you guys want to join in on the Manifest Book Club. Since it is a virtual book club, you can read the book at any time, listen to the episode at any time, and you'll be caught up. If you want to participate in the next Manifest Book Club, it is with the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I will leave a link to purchase the book down below, but I definitely recommend um, purchasing from your local bookstore if possible. 
but I'll just link it down on Amazon if that is something that you guys are interested in. Um, but the book, like I said, is the power of now. It really takes everything that we learned in the untethered soul and how to apply it to your daily life. And if you did not read the untethered soul, you don't need to read the untethered soul to read the power of now. It is an amazing book in and of itself. And I really love it. So that episode of that edition of the Manifest Book Club is coming out on Thursday, November 30th. And who do you guys think my guest is going to be? I have secured a guest down and I am really excited for that episode to go live on Thursday, November 30th of 2023. So um, definitely want to shout out the book club, the Manifest Book Club. Along with books, I just finished this morning um, another book by Rebecca Yaros, who is the author of the Fourth Wing series. Is that what they're calling that series? I don't think so. The Imperium series? Why do I think that's what it's called? I, I don't know if that's what it is. Um, I wish I had like a quick way to look things up. I mean, there is Google, but like it just takes time up when I do it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. The Imperium. Yeah, I was right. Oh, my God. I need to not doubt myself. The Imperium series. I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, but anyway, I read In the Likely Event by Rebecca Yaros. And that was, it was really cute. When Here's the thing. I don't know what's going on with me. When I'm reading books, I'm not like giving them the 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 good ratings, like in the accolades. And then I finish the book and I kind of sit with it. I'm like, no, I really did like it. So I rated it a 4.5 out of 5. I didn't give it a five out of five because I found myself skimming through a lot of it, which I normally don't do. Like I normally try to read every single word that is always written whenever I read books, but I found myself just skimming through a lot of it because there was just a lot of like, I don't, it just didn't need all the words that it had is like the best way to put it. So I just skimmed through a lot of it. There were some things that I, I didn't really understand and it was probably because I was skimming through some of it, but there were just like some plot holes that I was like, well, like, why is this person here and how did they reconnect and, and things like that. But all in all, I thought it was a really cute book. I really liked it. It was a romance book about, um, the best way I can explain it is like these two people meet on a plane and then the guy ends up going to the army and he becomes like special forces in the army. And it's like their love story between the two of them. And yeah, I'll leave it at that. It was really cute. It was spicy. If you like that sort of stuff and yeah, it was really cute. So I give it a 4.5 out of five and it was just an easy, fun read. I think the next easy fun read that I'm going to read is Iron Flame. Um, but then I want to start getting into my holiday books. And there is this one holiday book that this one girl that I follow on TikTok. And oh my God, what's her name? I really like her TikToks. Hang on. Let me pull it up. She just said that she was reading it in November. And I was like, yes, I want to read this too. And knowing me, I probably didn't. Oh, I did. Brady Lockerbie. I really like her TikTok account. And she's from Delaware. So she's like close to me. So like in my delusional state of mind. I'm like, yeah, we're friends. Um, I really like all of her TikToks that she puts out. So what book was it? I should probably find it. I can't remember what the book was, but I want to start reading, um, you know, like holiday books. I'm really excited. So anyway, speaking of TikTok, um, I've been kind of active on TikTok. You guys know I have literally the most like toxic relationship ever with TikTok. I love it. And then I hate it. Right now I'm in a point where I love it from a distance. I literally have to put like a boundary on my TikTok. Otherwise I will just spend all day on it and that's not good. And then my mental health just goes like down the drain. 
Not really, but what tends to happen is I spiral and I just begin to like compare myself to all these people that I see on TikTok, which is not fun. So anyway, if you want to follow me on TikTok, my TikTok is at Tori D. Simone underscore. Um, I don't post anything groundbreaking. I sometimes try to, but I don't always. And yeah, like it's just, it's a fun place. I do want to start posting more like cooking videos and yoga videos eventually when I'm done yoga teacher training and in my life, but also then just like fun stuff that feels like I'm posting to like my close friends, but I just make it public. So yeah. Anyway. Okay. I think that was pretty much everything that I wanted. Oh, I didn't even say the book that I wanted to read. I can't remember. It was like a blue cover and it has to do with the holidays. <laughs> Let me know what that book is because I can't remember right now. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, to light therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. What I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for a candidate, I put it out on Indeed and instantly I get matched with exactly what I'm looking for. So I don't really have to waste time like scrolling through resumes or anything like that to make sure that they're what I'm looking for. Every resume that I do look for has exactly the qualifications that I need. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, let's dive into today's episode, um, our holiday reset. So if you haven't done so already, go treat yourself to a holiday drink. Oh, this is what I was saying about Starbucks, and I put this on my TikTok, but I got a chestnut praline latte this morning, and look, it was fine. In the terms of a Starbucks rating, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. In the terms of like an overall coffee rating, it's a 1 out of 5. I really don't think Starbucks is that good. And I don't think that's a hot take. I think a lot of us will agree that like Starbucks really isn't that good. And like at this point, is it even coffee? Like it's it's not. Like it's not that good. It's so expensive. Like every time I go to local coffee shops, it is so much better than Starbucks and Starbucks just isn't good. But there is something about the ritual of Starbucks that makes Starbucks so fun and self-carry and like what it is. So in that aspect, I get it. But in the terms of like the aspect of the coffee itself, like it's just never really that good. So for Starbucks standard, the chestnut praline latte, it was the first time I got it. it was pretty good. I gave it a 3.5. Overall, in the terms of coffee, I give it a one out of five. Like if I went to a local coffee shop and that was the coffee that I got, I'd be like, this really isn't that good of a coffee. But because I got it at Starbucks, it automatically goes higher in the rankings because Starbucks coffee is really not that good. The baseline is much, 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 much lower for Starbucks coffee. Like I don't even like their plain iced coffee. Like if I'm getting an iced coffee with almond milk, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts not Starbucks. Like their coffee is just simply not good. And I don't think that's a hot take because I think a lot of us agree, but we can also agree that there's something about the ritual of a Starbucks coffee that makes the coffee taste better. I don't know what it is. It's just like, oh, I'm going anywhere. Like I'm going to get a coffee on the way. And that's what I think being a girl is about, like getting a coffee because it's fun. Anyway, so get a chestnut praline latte for this episode and let's dive into reducing stress for this holiday season, shall we? Okay, so a few tips to get ahead. How many do I have here? Five, maybe less? No, I think three. Okay, three big tips for reducing stress this holiday season. Let's begin with shopping and gifts because I think for a lot of us, when the holiday season comes around, we think of gifts and it is pushed on us so heavily to be in a consumer mindset. And 
if you're on the flip side of it, if you create product or you're in business, the holidays just become automatically more stressful because they are they become about consumerism and it's like, you know, what sales can we drive out and what products are we releasing and what can we push and push and push so that people buy our product? And then us on the flip side, as a consumer, we feel like all these brands are just, you know, marketing to us. And I mean, I can tell you just from like a, a podcast POV, I get more sponsors on my podcast during the holiday time because brands want to push out their products more. And as a small business owner myself, I have boutique fitness studios. I have the planner and stuff like that. Like for my planner, yeah, there's a lot of pressure to put new product out and more product out. And for my business, like to do Black Friday sales and to order more merch than normal. And like there's just a push to order more so that people buy more. So this might be counterintuitive of my business mindset, but here are my, my tips for avoiding stress when it comes to shopping and gift giving in the holiday season. Number one is to set a budget. It is so fun and easy to go overboard for the holidays. And it's easy to justify it right away by saying, Oh, it's the holidays. I want to go all out for the people that I love. And this is how I'm going to show them that I care about them. It's really easy to justify it. And especially if you put it on a credit card, you're really not dealing with this until two months down the line in February when you get the credit card bill and you're like, oh my God, I have to pay for the consequences of my own actions. Who would have thought? So when it comes to this year for the holiday, set a budget and set a realistic budget. And like, look, let's be real things are different, you know, like things are much more expensive. We aren't getting paid as, you know, more to go along with the cost of living going up. Like things are expensive. So if this year or any other year, like it looks different than it has in years past, like that is okay. And you need to be okay with that and give yourself the grace and the understanding that it's probably hitting a lot of people this year. Um, so just be okay with the fact that maybe this year's budget looks different than last year, or maybe you've had an amazing year and you have a lot more money to spend this year, whatever it is, set a budget and be realistic with your budget and stick to it. I'll get in a couple of minutes of how there are other ways that you can gift give and show people that you care about them without having to like put yourself in debt to prove that to other people. But to go along with setting a budget, I want you to be intentional with your gift giving. I like to think about the fact that it really is about quality over quantity. So having 10 gifts for someone that doesn't need 10 gifts when really if they just need like one or two like really thoughtful gifts or ideas or time spent with you means a lot more than 10 like, oh, hey, like here's an abundance of gifts. So just being really intentional with your gift giving and to go along with this gift giving doesn't have to just mean presents. It can mean spending time with someone. It can mean a card. It can mean a home cooked meal. I think having the gift of time is so much more valuable than like a a new pair of Uggs. You know what I mean? Being able to purchase um, a weekend away with someone or having them over for a dinner really does mean a lot more in the long run than a material item or an advent calendar or like a trio from Sephora of like the Summer Fridays lip balms. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is so 
meaningful. And I, I have done this in the past where with friends, we are like, you know what? We're not going to purchase anything this year. Our gifts are going to be time spent together. And those gifts have always been really awesome. But if you are someone that you always want to give to someone else too, and you actually want to have like something physical to give to them, just try and think of more intentional gift givings and then do the shopping early when you can. Now, obviously there are some things that like you might want to wait for a Black Friday sale to go on, or you might not be able to get your hands on something until like the week before, or you order something, but it takes a long time to come in. Whatever the reason might be, just try your best to get ahead on your shopping as early as you can. It'll just make you feel a lot less frantic and a lot less stressed as the holidays come closer because I can't even believe that Thanksgiving is in like what two weeks at this point like it's just crazy how fast the holidays creep up so get ahead on things my mom gave the example the other day her and I were talking and she was like even if you are some like if you make stockings for people just getting all your stockings done early because for us like I always know that my dad he's always like on December 23rd we go out to Target and we get stuff to fill my mom's stockings our stockings that we do are always like to toiletries so it's like toothbrushes and like q-tips and stuff like that so we're always at Target on December 23rd like getting the stocking stuffers so even if you just do that in advance like you're gonna feel really ahead of the game. But also if you're not giving any sort of gifts, I think just sending a card is a really great way to be in touch with people. And, you know, the traditional like Christmas holiday card that we think of are, you know, you take like a picture and then you send that picture out to people and whatever. It doesn't have to be that. It could be cards that you get on Amazon or at like a Hallmark store or whatever it is. And you just write to people, happy holidays. I'm thinking of you. I hope you have an amazing end of 2023 and cheers to a blessed 2024, whatever your message is. And you mail it to people. You can mail this to colleagues, to bosses, to, um, friends to family to people you haven't seen in a while to you know if you had a big year maybe you had like a wedding or a baby and people were attending your baby showers or whatever it might be like just any way to keep in touch with people that you wouldn't necessarily like think of buying a gift for them but you just want to wish them well for the new year and a happy holidays like I think giving and mailing a gift out is or I'm sorry a card out is such a nice way to stay connected to people and just spread a lot of love in the holiday season. And it's just, it's really kind. So if you are buying gifts, just prioritize being intentional with your gifts. If you're not going to buy everyone a gift, which of course you do not have to, um, consider sending a card. It's a really great way to stay connected. It really sticks out in people's mind and it really does go a long way, especially in a world where, we're so used to just sending a text and that's enough. Like the text is, is the message just going kind of above and beyond and sending out a card. It, it really speaks volumes. Um, and just set a budget and, uh, get ahead as much as you can when it comes to purchasing your gifts. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't 
want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Okay, next tip is when it comes to hosting and or cooking and or attending holiday parties. So if you are hosting and cooking or catering for your parties, plan your menu early and then send the menu to your guests. Not only does this help you stress less, but it's a really fun way to kind of get guests guests involved and excited about whatever you're hosting. So if you're hosting for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving typically has like a pretty traditional menu that we all think about the turkey, the mashed potatoes, the gravy, the stuffing, um, the mac and cheese, the corn, green beans, stuff like that. We tend to think of like a preset menu. And then for my family with Christmas, we always do ham and my Gigi's cheesy potatoes. And we do like a green bean casserole and it is so good. So I always just like to plan the menu early. Last year I hosted Thanksgiving and thank goodness for planning the menu early and in advance and getting shopping done. Let's see. I did a lot of the cooking on Wednesday for Thanksgiving so that I just heated a lot of stuff up on Thursday and that was really nice and we did a lot of the shopping on that Monday and Tuesday so just getting the shopping done as early in advance as possible I mean obviously you can't like food shop too crazy in advance but I know Costco has really great deals on turkeys and um stuff like that. I'm trying not to get like too nitty gritty because not everyone listening to this is going to be like cooking and hosting for Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah or whatever the holidays are that you are celebrating specifically. But anyway, back to what I was saying. If you plan a menu and send it out to your guests, like you can make it really cute on Canva. It's a really great way to get guests involved and get them really excited. You can also kind of send out like an itinerary to them. Like, um, let's say you want to eat at, at, I don't know about you guys, but we, I always find that we eat Thanksgiving at like 4 PM, like 3 34 PM. Um, I don't know why we do that, but I'm really glad that we do because then like 8 30 rolls around. I'm like, I'm ready for plate number two, like bring on the leftovers. You know, that's arguably the best is the leftovers the night of Thanksgiving. Um, but we always eat around like four. So I'll always put like our menu and the itinerary, like come around one 30, I'll have appetizers out at two. My family, for whatever reason, likes to go on a walk before Thanksgiving. I don't know. It's just something that we've always done. So like, we'll go for a walk at three. We'll come back by like three 30. I'll put everything in the oven so that it's nice and warm and we'll be ready to eat by four. So things like that, just like a little itinerary so that people know what time to be there. And then you are, most likely going to be asked by your guests, what can I bring? And to my advice to this is to say yes to the help because they are offering to bring something. So say yes and delegate out and have an answer for them ready. If you could have them bring bottles of wine, if you could have them bring a charcuterie board, maybe for an appetizer, if you could have them bring a side, uh, if you could have them bring a dessert, like whatever someone says, like, what can I bring? Have an answer for them and say, you know, thank you for offering. Could you please bring blah, blah, blah. If they don't offer, then obviously that's, you know, you, you just have to not 
ask them to bring anything. But if people are asking you, what can I bring? Have an answer ready of what they can bring and make your life a little bit easier for yourself. You are going to thank yourself. On the flip side, if you are attending a you know holiday party, gathering, hosting, whatever it is, even if it's your immediate family, offer to bring something. If they say no, that you don't need to bring anything, you still need to bring something. You should not show up empty-handed. I saw on, I think this was like maybe a TikTok comment. Someone was like, what to bring this holiday season? And in the comments, it was like, my mom taught me that if I didn't have to ring the door bell with my elbow when I'm showing up at someone else's house and I'm showing up too empty-handed. And I thought that was a really great like little comment. You should be showing up never empty-handed to someone's house, but especially when it's for a holiday gathering, you should always have something in hand. So whether it's a bottle of wine, a charcuterie board, flowers, decoration, a candle, like even if they say, no, you don't need to bring anything, you are still bringing something. I don't care what it is, but you need to bring something. And if they do say, oh yeah, could you bring, um, you know, a, 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 I'll put you in charge of the green bean casserole, then great. You bring a green bean casserole and something else, something small, because you are bringing something like for the main dish and for the, you know, meal itself. Um, but you never want to go empty handed. So those are my tips for hosting and for cooking. Um, and then the last tip that I have to get ahead early before we get into how to remain rooted in the holidays is to prioritize your yeses. I find that a really big stress in the holidays is the amount of parties and gatherings that come with the holiday season and the holidays fly by because we are always so busy. Like I just remember last year, I did vlogmas last year too. I don't think I'm going to do it again this year, but maybe I'll do like a modified version on TikTok. I don't know, but I'm really busy, honestly. Like right now, like, yeah, it's just too much for me. I, I don't think I could do it this year. But why, why did I get on that topic? I don't remember. The holidays are very busy for everyone. So avoid saying yes to too many things, to too many people and spreading yourself too thin because honestly, you probably are already spread thin when it comes to the holidays. So avoid saying yes to every single holiday gathering. Pick and choose where you need to go and where you want to go. It becomes a lot when you have family gatherings and then friend gatherings, you have work parties, and then maybe your significant other has work parties. Maybe your kids have like the holiday school concerts. There is so much to do in the holidays. So it is okay to say no to certain things. Like you do not have to say yes to everything and people will understand. You could always just be honest, be like, honestly, I have too much on my plate. I can't make this one, but thank you so much for thinking of me. You could always just say, no, thank you. I have another event that day. Like whatever, like we get it. Everyone is really busy during the holidays. So just prioritize your yeses and pick what is important to you to say yes to. To kind of go along with this, if you are someone that is the one that plans gatherings or like for me, for example, with my studios, um, we always like to have holiday parties for our staff. And recently we started doing them in the new year and we've had a lot more attendance doing it in the new year than when we were trying to do it during the holiday time. So that was really great for us to kind of push it back into January. Um, so if that is something that you are able to do, try putting your gatherings back into January. But I also get it because like, you know, friends, for example, all my friends that live out of state are flying home during the holidays and then they leave again in January. So I definitely want to see some friends while they're home. 
So I get it. But this is what I mean by prioritize what feels important to you. Like if my best friend from LA is flying in, like I want to be able to see her when she's home instead of, I don't know, I don't even have something at the top of my head that like I would say no to, but, um, instead of like going to my boyfriend's work holiday party, which I don't even think that they have a work holiday party, but if they did, I probably, you know, maybe I won't go if that means I get to see my friends from out of town. So things like that. You don't have to say yes to everything. And I don't want you to feel bad about saying no. It's okay to scale back on saying yes to everything and really spend more time being intentional with who you spend your holiday season with. Also to go along with that, it is okay to scale back on traditions if they don't serve you or to begin to create new traditions. Traditions had to start from somewhere and there's nowhere where it says that you can't be the person that ends old traditions and begins new ones. So whether that's with your new family or a not new family, but like a growing, expanding family, your chosen family, meaning friends. Um, and you know, life happens like things change. People change, like people come in and out of our lives. So even if the people around you don't look the same every single year, your traditions can change up. Like you don't have to do the same things you've done just because it's what you've always done. If it doesn't serve you, it doesn't feel good. You are allowed to explore new, new things, new traditions and create um, a holiday season that makes you excited. Like you don't have to do what you've always done just because you've always done it. Okay. So those are my three tips for getting ahead for the holidays, shopping and gifts, prioritizing your yeses and hosting and cooking. Okay. Let's chat about how to remain rooted in the holidays because the holidays are chaotic. So how to remain rooted in the holidays. My number one tip is to embrace the holiday spirit. Now, I said this in the beginning of the episode, but I love the holidays. I really, really do. I love the decorations, the music, the books, the family time, the movies, the food, the drinks, the cookies, the feeling, like the energy, the spirit. Like I love the holidays. I always have. I hopefully always will. It's just something that I really really enjoy. And it's kind of like the saying, if you can't beat them, join them. So you know what, if you, we have to get through the holiday season one way or another. So we may as well do our best to enjoy it rather than resent it every single year when it rolls around. And look, I understand holidays are tough for some people, but if you are in control in any way, try to embrace the holiday spirit as best you can. Put your tree up early, get the stupid Starbucks drinks, listen to the music, just get in the spirit. Like it comes once a year. And again, allow yourself to rewrite traditions and how you fully experience the holidays is up to you. Surround yourself with people that make you happy. Surround yourself with things that you enjoy, like really take this time to send love to so many people and give yourself extra love. Just, you know, really romanticize this time of year, like take the pictures, watch the movies, put on a fire. Like, oh, it's just so nice. I keep talking about movies, so I'm just going to quickly say a few holiday movies that I really love. Um, These are my top favorite holiday movies. Number one, these are in no particular order. Home Alone, the original. I don't like the others. Um, I just love the original Home Alone. It does just give me all the holiday feels, but it's like so funny that it's a Christmas movie because it has like next to nothing to do with Christmas other than it like took place during Christmas time, but I love Home Alone. I also love Elf because who doesn't? I feel like that's just like a classic at this point. I really love Elf. My favorite holiday movie of all time though is probably the original Santa Claus, but I love all the Santa Claus movies. Um, 
But the original Santa Claus is my favorite. The one with, oh, what's his name? What is his name? Scott Calvin is his name in the, Tim Allen, Tim Allen. I really, really like the Santa Claus movies. Um, it's so cute and it's so nineties when I watch it. I just, I love it. So that's my favorite. A new favorite that's been added to the list is Spirited. That also has Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. And that one is so funny. There's a lot of callbacks to Elf in it, which I think is really funny, but that's, I think Apple TV produced it and it's really good. It's very, I mean, I've said this now three times, but it's very funny and I really like it. So that's Spirited. Um, I also really like the animated A Christmas Story. I just think it's really cute. And with Ebenezer Scrooge, I like the story and it's really cute. And then I also like Love Actually. That's a newer one too that I added onto my list. I never really loved it. But last year when I was cooking for Thanksgiving, my mom and I just put on that movie while we were cooking. And now it's just like one of my favorite movies because it reminds me of that time. And I really love it. So I love Love Actually. Um, I will say I never really got on board with Polar Express. I know so many people love the Polar Express. To me, I don't know, the animations are like a little creepy and it just wasn't my favorite movie. I feel like the Santa Claus in the Polar Express just doesn't Santa enough for me. So I don't know. I didn't love it, but I just love Christmas movies, but those are my favorite. So if you can't beat them, join them, like really embrace the holiday spirit this year. I feel like uh, just to really lean into the chaos of it is kind of a way to just remain rooted in it and just like not fight it, but just be with it and sit with it and experience it. Like what a, what a fun thing to do. Okay. The second thing of how to remain rooted in the holidays is to set one self-fulfilling activity a week. So kind of take yourself on little holiday themed dates for the holiday season. Some examples would be to go to a light show, whether it's a drive through one, there's a big um, garden near me. It's called uh, why the Long Longwood Gardens. Yeah. I don't know why I was blanking on the name Longwood Gardens. And they have Christmas lights that they put up and that's really fun to just walk through. Um, it's also a great way to get your steps in, be outside. You can get like hot chocolate there, apple cider. They have delicious food. So that's always really fun to do. Um, you can also make holiday shopping like a fun outing or date night, like go get dinner before and then go holiday shopping, get a coffee, something like that. Um, have a Santa Claus movie marathon. I think they have four and they also just made, no, do they have three? I think they have three and then they also just made it a series and I watched the series last year. It's cute. Um, just having like a Santa Claus movie marathon, put on a fire, make like a cup of hot chocolate. Um, you can invite your friends over and you guys could all wrap gifts together, dedicate maybe four hours next to the fire, just curled up with a holiday book. Like just give yourself once a week just time to do something holiday that is like your own little date to yourself. It's so cute. And it's just really fun. It's really fun. So just set time aside once a week for a self-fulfilling holiday outing. Okay, my third tip is to host a cookie exchange or my mom did this recently with her friends and she was like, I loved it this way. They also did a soup exchange. So pretty much what this is, I'm sure you guys can guess, but whether you choose cookies or soups or whatever it is, like you just pick a food and everyone makes that. I'll go with cookies, the example. So if you're doing a cookie exchange with your friends, um, everyone picks their own cookie. So like one friend makes, you know, chocolate chip, the other makes, um, I can't even, I mean, I could think of a bunch of cookies, but I feel like 
all the cookies that I'm thinking of have like a personal name to my family. So if I say it out loud, I feel like no one's going to know what I mean. We make these like really good chocolate crinkle cookies. So we call them crinkle cookies and they are so good. I want to make like a series on my TikTok with my mom where we just make a bunch of cookies for the holiday season. I think we're going to do that because we have so many delicious cookies. And last year in my vlogmas, I'll link it down below. Um, I went over to my mom's house to make a bunch of cookies for the holiday season. And it was one of my favorite days, one of my favorite vlogs. So I'll link that one down below, but I think we should make it a series on TikTok too, because we just make, my mom just makes like the best cookies for the holiday season. So, um, we have like these crinkle cookies. We also have these molasses sugar cookies. My mom says it's a family recipe and I believe her because I haven't really seen a ton of other people make them, but they are by far my favorite cookies of all time. So like everyone just picks out a different cookie and then you only make that one cookie. So like, let's say mine was a molasses sugar cookie and then someone else is making a crinkle cookie and someone else is making a chocolate chip cookie and someone else is making a peanut butter oatmeal cookie, whatever. Then you all come together and you exchange cookies. So then you go home with like a plethora of cookies and you could have them throughout the holidays. So like, that's a really fun way to see your friends. My mom did a soup exchange. So same thing, but you just make soups and then you bring the soups home and then you freeze the soups. So then if you know, there is a day in January when you don't have dinner made and you want something, you can think, Oh, like my, my friend Sally made this soup. I'm going to defrost it and have Sally soups for dinner tonight. And like, it's just a good way to one, see your friends two make something, but three, just remember your friends and like the holidays, even past the holidays, which is why like something that can be frozen, like a soup really does as well. Cookies, you kind of have to like eat quickly, but, um, it's a really fun way to see your friends and just have a fun gathering. My fourth tip is to prioritize self-care during this time. So this kind of sounds self-explanatory, but I wanted to include it. Be sure to take baths, really long showers, read a bit more, keep up with your workouts. Like for me, going to yoga and walking and spinning is like a really great way for me to remain rooted throughout the holiday season. Just things like that, like just really prioritizing the self-care, doing the foot masks and the face masks and the hair masks and the skincare and the getting your nails done because my nails are not done and I need to go get my nails done. And just like, you know, things for yourself that make you just feel like yourself again. So maybe it's every Sunday night you do this, every Saturday you do this, whatever it might be, but just really remaining constant in your self-care during a chaotic season of life, you are going to thank yourself. And I think a big part of self-care is saying no to other people when you just need time to rest and recharge and be by yourself. And the last tip that I have, and probably my most important tip for remaining rooted in the holidays is to have a think week the week after the holidays. This was really huge for me. I remember the last two New Year's, like I said, afterwards, when I was re-entering the work world, I was saying to myself, like, man, that was a really exhausting holiday season. That was a lot. And I kind of found myself struggling a little bit to kind of re-enter the work world, going from almost like what feels like a two-month vacation. I mean, let's be honest, the holidays are not a vacation in the sense that they are relaxing, but they are distracting. Like you're not really in peak work mode. You're kind of taking like you're one foot in one foot out the whole time. So it's kind of like really exhausting in the brain. So 
think about when you get back home from a holiday, like the Monday or a vacation, the Monday after a vacation is always the hardest. And I feel like the week after New Year's is always that week for me where I want to be really motivated going into the new year, but I kind of need a week to get myself back in line with working and back into the new year. So having that think week, the first week of the year It's really, really important. So, and a lot of people feel like the holiday hangover of the holidays. So if everyone could just kind of collectively take the first week of the new year as a think week, I think we would all be better as a society. But essentially what a think week is, it's a week to be very intentional with your time. I can make a whole episode about this too. And now that I'm talking about this out loud, I think I'm going to. But really, to sum it up, a think week is just a week to be very intentional with your time, how you want your year to plan out, how you want to spend your time, how you want to be intentional with your time, your energy, your yeses, things like that. And just so that every thing that you do with work, with who you interact with, how you interact with yourself, just pretty much how you spend your time is very intentional. And it's kind of like a self-care meet. It's like a self-care week meets a meeting with yourself. Like it's your strategy meeting for the year. And I think having a think week is so important and I'm totally going to do an entire episode about this now that I'm talking about this out loud. So I just found that it's a very gentle and intentional way to re-enter a new year. And especially after like the holiday hangover of it all, jumping in from holiday mode back in like full force to work mode is kind of abrupt. So this is a really great way to gently re-enter the work scene again after the holidays. So guys, those are my tips for getting ahead for the holidays, remaining stress-free, remaining rooted in the holidays, and kind of just how to enjoy the holidays. But before you guys go in the comments of the YouTube video, and also while you're on the YouTube video, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Leave me what is your favorite holiday movie to watch and what is your favorite holiday book to read because I want to read um, more holiday books this year and we can talk about it on this podcast too of what we should be reading and what other books you guys like to watch for the holidays. But I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I filmed this on a Sunday, so it was super cozy. I love doing this. I'm in a sweat set. This is a new one from Stride. It is so cute and I'm literally living in it. It has matching joggers. You can't really see them on camera, but it has matching joggers here. I'll try and show you the best I can on camera. Yeah, you can't really see, Um, but it's so cute and I am so obsessed. So thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys, or should I say listening? Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. Let me know what kind of episodes you guys want to see as we end out the year. I can't believe 2023 is rounding up and coming to an end, but I definitely want all the episodes to be intentional and, you know, beneficial for you guys. So let me know what you guys want to hear, whether you DM me or put it in the YouTube comments. That's probably the best way to, um, have like a little community tab going is in the YouTube comments. And be sure to follow me on TikTok. Be sure to get the next book for the Manifest Book Club. And thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Happy Manifest Monday. Bye, guys.